Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my sports in one app, like the National Women's Soccer League, included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report Sports add-on or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. It is getting that time of the year. It's Miller time. You don't need a watch or a clock to tell you. It's Miller time. Weather gets a little bit warmer. All of a sudden, the beer gets a little colder. It's beer cracking season. It, it, whoa, okay. I don't know if it says that on the calendar. Uh, Miller Lite, great taste, less filling, tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick, or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells beer. And as always, please celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories per 12 ounces. Fewer calories and carbs than premium regular beer. Miller Lite. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. What up? Good morning to you. Doug Gottlieb, Jason McIntyre, in for Dan and the Danettes. It's the Dan Patrick Show, live on Fox Sports Radio. Reminder, there's still time to save on a Traeger wood fire grill during Father's Day sale. Go to Traeger.com slash DP show and score a free ultimate grill bundle worth $150 with the purchase of a, of select grills. Or save $100 on select grills at your local dealer. Like that is just such a layup, right? If you got a dad or a brother... You know, or your somebody's wife or significant other, like uh, buying a Traeger grill is a is a no brainer. So too, Jason, is uh, is the NBA this time of year and injuries this time of year. We can get into LeBron a couple of days ago and what he said about basically blaming COVID on this rash of injuries to all stars. But you got the you got the Brooklyn Nets last night, still banged up. James Harden, I don't know what percentage of real James Harden we had, but it's not 100% James Harden. Uh, Kevin Durant, a good effort, but not the Herculean effort he was able to put together in Game 5. And the the Bucs are able to draw the series equal, right? Is there, can you you come away with any big takeaway after you watch Game 6? Doug, of course you can. First of all, happy early Father's Day weekend to you, Doug. Shout out to my father for an early Father's Day weekend. I do not feel great, though, about Mike Budenholzer and Doc Rivers heading into Father's Day weekend. This could be a tough one for him. Um, I, I will say, Doug, I said after Game 5, you know, like you said, a Herculean effort from Kevin Durant led them to the win. But look at the last two games, Doug. Okay? The Bucks have basically outplayed the Nets in five of the eight quarters. One was a standstill. Other than Kevin Durant going postal, in like the final 16 minutes of game five, the Bucks have been the better team. And I know they have the worst coach. I know they have the worst superstar. I know they're on the road. But I think I'm going to talk myself into the Milwaukee Bucks, who were favored by Vegas heading into game seven. I think I may take the Bucks, and which is, you know, obviously a hold your nose play on Father's Day weekend. Okay. Well, we don't know exactly what's going to happen as far as who plays. Uh, and this does get into tonight's game a little bit, right? And we're, like when Kawhi went down with a knee injury, which though it hasn't officially been announced as a torn ACL out for the year, uh, that all signs point to that. When Kawhi went down, I said on my show, and by the way, you can check out Jason's Straight Fire podcast, which he drops in a daily, and then you can listen to the Doug Gottlieb show which is daily on Fox Sports Radio, 3 to 6 Eastern, 12 through Pacific. Um, when when the an injury initially happened, 
I said, like, look at, at look at Brooklyn, or obviously look at, at the Clippers uh, and what they were able to do going back to their last game in in game five, which is that first game when the team is down a guy or down two guys and the the favorite team won, there's just expectations that they're going to win, right? There's just expectations. It's, it's impossible not to think when Kawhi Leonard went down, this series is over. It's impossible not to think that when Kyrie Irving and James Harden are both out, you're like, this series is, is over. But you got to keep in mind that one, the expectations I think weigh heavy Two, you got to, as we've seen with Ty Lue, like you got to adjust to things that change and lineups and matchups that change. Right. And the nets and the Clippers have both played without some of their stars previously in both of the past couple of seasons. So they've had to adjust to how they play, but your whole game plan to how you guard them in the rotations is different. So that first game, you kind of get an initial bump. It's almost like, um, you know, post uh, post debate bumps or when you add your <laughs> you add your vice presidential candidate, you get a little bump. And that's really what happened. And now we kind of settle back down into the reality, which is and I think we'll, we'll settle down into that tonight with the Clippers and the Jazz, which is like. Look, the, the 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 Clippers just aren't as good, and you can adjust to the adjustment. And the same thing with the Nets. The the I just I wouldn't call it just yet because I don't know for sure Kyrie's not going to play, and I I do think that James Harden did move better uh, in game what was it game six than he did in game five. Yeah, and if if he can move better in game seven than he did in game six, which is far better than game five, again. <laughs> it becomes a different series yeah. and a different look. Yeah. But 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 the the end story is like this is kind of how the NBA playoffs have always been. Oh. Kind of how it's always been. It's always been the team that's not only the best, but the team that's the healthiest has a tendency to win. Well, the only problem Th- that's with what that, happens. The but. only problem with that is the the numbers say otherwise that this has been the first season where there have been eight all-stars who have missed a playoff game. That's an NBA record. There have been more stars missing games this playoffs, and that doesn't include Chris Paul, who, due to COVID, may miss the first, I don't know, two or three games of the Western Conference Finals. Uh, again, there's a lot to be determined there, but, you know, this this Jazz team had the Clippers. They had them choked out, okay, after the first two games. And you got Donovan Mitchell now is hurt. He's not driving. He's settling for bad three-pointers. Mike Conley who has a hamstring injury from hell and and can't play. He apparently had a setback to his setback. And Mike Conley now, it doesn't sound like he's going to play tonight. I have no faith in the Jazz, but I'm going to say this. Doug, people have been killing me for the last few weeks about my Ty Lue takes. All I have said is, man, we don't know if Ty Lue's a good coach. He comes in, has he's LeBron, and wins a title. Okay? He's an excellent and now, then he gets fired the next season, like a week or two into the season. We get it. You know, they were rebuilding. And now he's filling in uh, with the Clippers with Kawhi Leonard. So when you've had two of the, I don't know, five best players of the last decade in LeBron and Kawhi, how can we accurately judge Ty Lue? He doesn't play Terrence Mann the first two games of this series. They lose. Oh, wait, maybe I should play Terrence Mann. Oh, yeah, Terrence Mann's kind of a difference maker off the bench. He gives him massive energy, and now they're winning games. So, like, you know, we got former Ty Lue guys coming after me, and I I know a guy on the Clippers staff, Dante Jones. We go way back from FS1. And the, yes, the Clippers have done good things. But, Doug, every single time in the last two playoffs that you want to trust the Clippers, what do they do? They choke. They gag it up. And I have zero faith in them closing out the series tonight. Although, on paper, they should win it. You know, Utah's backcourt is just so injured. Rudy Gobert is such a non-factor in the series. I mean, Doug, you do a lot of coaching. You know that when they identify wherever Rudy Gobert is, they're going right at him. The stifle tower can keep him out of the lane, but man, you put him in that pick and roll, and they're eating him alive. Well, yeah, I mean, it's, it's all they've they've decided to go. They've decided to go small, right? They even played Rondo and Patrick Beverly together. It wasn't very good, but they did they, they did play him together. I mean, look if you don't if you have if you watch the playoffs and you don't think Ty Lue's done an excellent job. I can't really help you. But Doug, Doug, hold on, hold on. I, I, I mean, can't, I can't really an excellent help you. job. Every time he goes on the court, he's got maybe the two best players. Okay, you know, I know Luca was amazing in in the first round. I think Luca's probably the best player in the league. But he's also got Kawhi, Paul George, Morris is better than the number two on Dallas. I mean, the Utah team is good, 
You know, I know they won 50 games, wait, 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 but wait, let's be on. realistic. Marcus, Marcus Morris is better than that. There's a reason Marcus Morris has bounced around the league. Bro, Marcus okay? Morris has reason- 49 points in the last two games. Yes, why is eight, that? Eight of 10 why, on threes. Why, why is that? Well, he's a pretty decent player. He got no, a lot of why money. Why is that? Let, let's let's go back to why is that? Wait, he's, J- what is J- he Jason Mac- Jason McIntyre, Doug Gottlieb, in for Dan the Dan Danettes here on Fox Sports Radio because they've decided to go small. So Marcus Morris matches up with Rudy Gobert and Indeed. allows Marcus Morris to stand outside and shoot threes. It's it's a matchup thing, and right. because and because the and be and because the Jazz haven't made them pay going to any screen roll and throw it to the rim. Okay, and because Gobert can't really score at at the block, they've been able, you know, to stretch out the defense, right? Like it's it's one of those. Right, but this isn't rocket science. Like they started Zubal, the big guy, against Mavs. They they got destroyed. Oh, we've got to get him out of there. Like I, I, by the way, they didn't get destroyed the first two two games. And Utah's a pretty pretty good team, and you got to kind of figure it out. You're also you have no idea what you're managing with the game seven series that they had last time with fatigue, right? I I just. If you don't think the, the 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 easiest example is if you think it's easy to coach guys that can really really play, you know, like look, every team is constructed differently. Every team is constructed differently, right? This Clippers team, for example, is constructed around two stars. If it was so easy, why didn't Doc? Why couldn't Doc Rivers? Well, win they, they, Doc last Rivers, year? we know historically, has been a terrible postseason coach. He's the only coach in NBA history to blow three three to one leads. Okay, I just when you look at the Vegas odds, you know, I do a ton of gambling stuff, Doug. The Clippers were the favorites last year. Okay, they failed. They now came into this season. The Lakers were favored in the West. The Nets were overall favorites. Anthony Davis goes out. It's like, okay, Clippers, the seas have parted for you. Win the damn West. And all they do is fall behind in series, Doug. Okay, but they fell behind. Like it's a seven game series. They don't give any awards. If you if you go up 2-0, they don't go, hey, oh, you're up 2-0. You know what? Let's just call it off, right? So it was two-two. They lose the the best or second best player in the league. Yeah. They go in and they beat the Utah Jazz, and you're still beating the drum against Tyloo. Like what? what? I'm not. It's, I, you're, that's you're the thing. It's Jason, not against. Jason, it's not is, against. I just. Is, well, Jason, and for I, people I don't like know, to Jason wait and I are actually the major praise on people. I just say it's too early for me so, to know so if Tyloo's a good coach. Is that okay? Here's, no. Here's the here's the issue. <laughs> Here's the issue. Everything you say is result-oriented, right? Result-oriented. That that if the ball goes in, you're a genius. If the ball doesn't go in, you're an idiot, right? That's that's basically your reaction, which is okay. That's the that's the way in which you evaluate the 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 validity of your takes or the the validity of players. Eh, I don't think the, that's totally fair. It's but, absolutely fair. Eh. Okay, if the Clippers, you know, win a series, well, then Tyloo did great. If they don't win a series, well, then he's no, an idiot. Because timeout, timeout. Luke no, because look, you're not Mavs. taking any new in, nuance into it. There Zero. is nuance. There's tons of it. No, no, there's not. Okay, how is there like, not? The, the Clippers failed last year. Like, dude, they're in the bubble. They had Lou Williams going out and getting hot wings when they're supposed to be on quarantine. They hadn't been together all year, and they fizzled apart. And the Lakers, who end up winning the championship, were just as close to the edge. But several things happened in their. Well, no, favor. they had leadership in the locker room in LeBron James. Doc yeah. Rivers was not a leader. Kawhi yeah. Leonard is not a leader. Yeah. Paul George is not a leader. We know this. It's established they, they, history. They, 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 they did have leadership, but Where? they also, they also. No, I'm talking the Lakers. They, yeah. they also, they also. Again, you're taking away from the fact that they played. They had a matchup against the Rockets, who could not beat them. They had no, the Rockets had no chance of beating the Lakers last year. Additionally, when they were on the brink of fizzling apart, hey, they got two games off because of the Kenosha uh, protests and it helped them kind of recharge their batteries. Then their families arrived. Okay. And that's a different makeup of a team than the Clippers. The Lakers didn't want to be in the bubble either. Okay. A lot of those teams didn't want to be in the bubble. A bunch of other teams lost in the bubble because they, they, they just weren't functioning correctly there. And then what happened was the Lakers end up getting to the conference finals and there's no Clippers. They had a, a, a matchup they could win and they were, and, and they got recharged by their families and by the opportunity to win a championship again, but you're taking it as, as well, it's an abject failure because of a franchise. Look, if you go back, if you want to go back to last year, you could also point out that none of these 
none of these put together fantasy teams win in year one. Mm. They just don't. Well, okay. Hey, hold LeBron. On. I got LeBron a billionaire on Miami. my side. I LeBron, got Steve Ballmer, the billionaire. Who cares? He doesn't who know anything so about basketball. Yeah, he doesn't know anything. He just it was so embarrassed that his Clippers locker room fell apart that he fired the coach. Okay, that's how embarrassed he was at the Clippers. Now on to Ty Lue. I, I just need to say this: Ty Lue's coaching career takes over for David Blatt. Right? They fired David Blatt, LeBron, and a loaded team with Kyrie Irving, Kevin Love. Win the championship. Yep. Okay. Then the next year they lose in the finals. Came Again, from, came nothing, from behind down. They were they were down three one. They were down three one. Draymond look, suspended. Andrew Draymond suspended. Bogut gets, yeah. gets hurt. Right. They they had some things. You still got to come favor. back from down three one. But you have the Correct. you have the greatest player in NBA history on your team. The next year you lose in the finals. Second no harm to losing to Durant and, and, and Curry. Then then you lose again when you have Jeff Green maybe as your second best player behind LeBron in the finals. No big deal. Right. Fired six games into the next year. I know they're tanking. Then he lands with Kawhi. So basically, your body of work for judging uh, Ty Lue is, how did he do with LeBron? He won a championship. Then he lost in, in the finals. No harm done. Now, he's the head coach with Kawhi Leonard and Paul George on a super-ish team. How are you? I just don't think we can accurately judge this guy. But at the same time, I'm not saying we need to send him to Orlando, see if he can get to the playoffs. Then we'll judge if he's a good coach. Uh, I, 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 Jason, Jason, Jason McIntyre. Jason McIntyre, Doug Gottlieb, and for Dan and the Danettes. Look, coaching in the NBA is not as much about some of it's about finding matchups, which is what they what his that appears to be his greatest expertise. Right, is that he can you give him you give him a game or two, and he'll figure out how to put the puzzle together. And he, like, I don't want to use the directions. I'm going to figure this thing out, and eventually he does figure it out. And and keeping guys together. Look, when they're down two games to none to the Dallas Mavericks and all those guys go in, in front of the press and say, not worried, not at all. And then you look at Ty Lue every time he calls, he calls a timeout. Do you see any facial affect at all? You wouldn't know if they're winning or they're losing. Nothing, okay? Does not change expressions. Right? So what, whatever he has been able to teach those players on how to react during adverse situations, you find out about coaches, about players, about human relationships, right? Everything in life is all the same in that you find out about people during times of adversity. And during times of adversity, Ty Lue's a cool cucumber, and he keeps the team Listen, together. It's if that's easy. not good coaching, no. if you don't think that's good coaching, then you probably I shouldn't talk about I sports. I didn't say good coaching. I said that basically we don't know. But uh, you can admit this. Ty Lue has been dealt pocket kings every damn time he's been a head coach in the NBA. True or false? I don't know. You think it's easy to coach LeBron James? You're not really doing much. It's LeBron. He's running the show. LeBron okay. went to the finals eight years in a row because he's the greatest player on the planet. Doug, come on. He was on a stacked team in a in a bad conference, oh, and wow. and 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 it's still not easy. Co there's a reason he ran through coaches. He tried to get rid of Spolstra. There's a reason he, he did get rid of yeah, David Yeah, because Black. Spolstra tried to tell him what to do. Do you think Ty's saying, LeBron, do this? Remember, the famous stuff, Kyrie Irving versus Ty Lue. The, the, okay? I, Ty Lue is telling Kyrie, hey, you got to run the offense. Ky Kyrie Irving basically dropped the basketball on the court and said, this is LeBron's team. You, you said that. You tell him to do it. I'm not doing it. And Kyrie Irving said, I'm demanding out. That's what happened. That was reported by multiple outlets. Like I, I don't, this idea. I, I, don't, I don't, I don't know why you're moving the goalposts on this thing. I don't Look, need to. There's no goalposts moving. You're, you're, you're pointing out the what I. You're actually reaffirming up, what I up, said. It is hard. The idea, like, if you think it's easy, you you think it's easy. Right? Like, look, I don't know. If, I, people, nobody's pointed this out. Okay, why did Ty Lue turn down the? Hold Lakers? up, hold up, Doug. Are oh, you seeing oh, why this did, news? Why did? What, did what you news? just see who got traded in the NBA? No, Kemba. Kemba Walker just got traded to OKC. Holy cow. Adrian Wojnarowski is reporting Kemba has been dealt. Oh, they had to unload a pick in the draft. They got Al Horford. Oh, my gosh. They got Al Horford and his bad contract back. Moses a, Brown, former UCLA great. Yeah, he's and starting, a, a, a 23-second-round pick. Now, the story, not to go too off track here, is that Kemba was very unhappy that the Celtics tried to trade in this year, Danny Ainge, of course. And there was some issues there. And look at this. They Kemba's deal him in the middle of the playoffs. Can't play, he can't play anymore. I feel terrible so. for Kemba because he was awesome when he was healthy. Love and Kemba. then he And then the knee acts up, and now he's gone. Holy cow. So the Celtics are kind of blowing it up. Hold on. Let, let, me, let, me, let me get back, and, and we'll take a break. We'll, we'll take Whoa! a break in a second. Jason, it's going to be fun. Yourself. 
Jason, contain yourself. It's okay. It's only it's only six eighteen here on the West Coast. Two hours look, of change left, Doug. Look, the point that you just made about how about coaching Kyrie Irving is all part of the coaching LeBron James. Like you have to manage all of these egos. It ain't easy. And he's done a very good job. You haven't heard one peep of complaint like you did last year about Paul George and his lack of leadership that people didn't take him seriously. You haven't heard anything like that. You didn't hear anything when they're out two games to none and admit that once they're down two games to none against the Mavericks and they tied it up, you're like, that series is over. And they found a way, even through adversity in game seven, to win it. Same thing happened in Utah. The thing felt like it was over after game four, and then, and then Kawhi gets hurt. So you can tell me that you don't know. Based upon all of the active evidence, you do know. And oh yeah, by the way, he turned down the Lakers, so he could have coached LeBron James, and he wanted... A, a better deal, got a better deal, and has done a, a, as good a job as you can possibly do. So I don't know what the what the we don't know on Ty Lue. Jury's still I, out. I, the, the only jury I can tell you is he has so far been the most impressive coach in the playoffs. Ooh, Period. That's spicy. Stop. I would need to uh, let that marinate, but uh, there's a guy named Monty Williams who has pretty much wrecked shop with the Phoenix Suns, who uh, I would definitely go that way. You know way. what? That's, that, that's fair. I lo- love Monty, and his story is incredible. Um, and him keeping them together with the Suns, it's, again, it's a hard one because they had because the Lakers were so injured. But obviously, Monty's done an amazing job with the Suns. That would be, that would be absolutely fair for you to point that out. All right, we got a lot to get to. Uh, Kemba traded. What's that mean? Kyrie status, Game 7. We'll find out upcoming next. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 to noon Eastern or 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Dan Patrick Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. It is getting that time of the year. It's Miller time. You don't need a watch or a clock to tell you. It's Miller time. Weather gets a little bit warmer. All of a sudden, the beer gets a little colder. It's beer cracking season. It, it, whoa, okay. I don't know if it says that on the calendar. It's a beer that strips away everything you don't need and holds on to what matters the most. It's a light beer that tastes like beer. That's why I reach for a Miller Lite. And it's less filling. Only 96 calories. They've been doing this since 1975. They have perfected it. You know, that summer afternoon, we're coming into that time of the year, be like, oh, man. Crack one? Yes, or two. Don't look at your watch. Don't look at the clock. Don't look at the calendar. You know. Miller Lite, the great taste, less filling, tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick, or you can pretty much find it anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories per 12 ounces, Fewer calories, fewer carbs than premium regular beer. Miller Lite. Did you ever play the over-under game with your friends? You know, think I can eat that slice of pizza in under 30 seconds? Or I don't know, take over a minute to down a two-liter? Well, if you have, then you're going to love pick six. It's the new fantasy game from DraftKings, an official partner of the NBA. Here's how you play it during the playoffs. Pick between two and six players and choose if they will have more or less of a stat. Rebounds, points, assists, and more. Also, you track your picks, play against others for a shot to win at some big cash prizes. Download the new DraftKings Pick 6 app now. Use the promo code DPSHOW for a chance to win huge cash prizes. That's code DPSHOW. Only on DraftKings Pick 6. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 18 plus in most eligible states. Age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Pick 6 not available in all states, including but not limited to Connecticut and New York. For up-to-date list of states, visit dkng.co slash pick6states. Void where prohibited. See terms at pick6.draftkings.com slash promos.
This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Where other vans stop short, Mercedes-Benz vans go far beyond. From their customization options to cutting-edge tech to their five-star sales service, and financial support crew. Mercedes-Benz vans are built, equipped, and engineered to be ready for anything. So go an extra mile by taking that all-important first step into an authorized dealership today. With Jason McIntyre, I'm Doug Gottlieb. This is the Dan Patrick Show, Fox Sports Radio. Happy Meat Friday to you. I uh, I did grill out some uh, some ribs yesterday. It was a little early. I could have been doing the 6 a.m. West Coast ribs today. That would have been phenomenal for Meat Friday. <laughs> I got to figure out something. Like I, I got to keep it going. Um, I just, I just got to because McLovin broke out the tofu a couple weeks ago. It just threw my whole world. Uh, by the way, uh, uh, where you live, it's very hoity-toity, McIntyre. Do any of your buddies have one of these Mercedes-Benz Sprinter vans? Not to my knowledge, no. Okay, so we have, as you know, I coach. I have a basketball program, mm-hmm. and we got a big weekend: Coca-Cola Nationals um, in uh, in Garden Grove and in Tustin. Um, and in Anaheim, it's a big, you know, youth basketball tournament. And we have a family, the Scott family, and they have, they have the sprinter van and we sprint to the sprinter in between. Cause you know, you're just like, you're there all day. You got all these games and you're just in between you go outside. There's a little uh, cocktails and mocktails for the kids and the TVs. And it, it's, it's pretty awesome. And then to be able to watch these games, <laughs> you know, while you're at a tournament is Awesome. Speaking of games, I think now, you know, now here we are, game seven upcoming between the Nets and the Bucks. And the Bucks, who we had we had all left for dead, but you have this litany of injuries by the Nets, and now they have uh they have new life. Adam Schiffer Alex Schiffer joins us, Nets beat writer for the Athletic. Follow him on Twitter at Alex underscore Schiffer. That's S-C-H-I-F-F-E-R. Um Okay, so Alex, obviously you come off game five where where Kevin Durant was otherworldly and Steve Nash is hugging him and holding on to him like Adam Silver should be. And now 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 game six. What was what was the energy like around the Nets before the game? I, I thought it was it was decent but not great. You know, it's funny Steve Nash was saying post game that he, he thought the energy and rhythm was lacking throughout the game. You know, you, you Watch them warm up, and James Harden looked a lot better in warm-ups than he did before Game 5 when he was obviously coming off that hamstring injury. And you're thinking, all right, they're going to have a better version of him probably than they did in Game 5. I don't think you could expect Durant to have another 49-point triple-double, but still, you know, the, give him the playoff version of himself, you know, whatever that is, averaging 35, 34 points a game. And, and maybe they get another performance or, or – a step-up performance by, you know, Jeff Green at 27 off the bench in that game five. They needed someone else to have a game like that, and that just never really happened. So they they never really seemed to get into a groove offensively, and it seems like they were just, they never led in the game, and they were just playing catch-up the whole time. Yeah, Alex, I, I, the way I look at it, Kevin Durant was phenomenal in the final, you know, 15-ish minutes of game five, but he, he attempted two free throws last night. I mean, he looked gassed. And I don't know where he's going to suddenly get the energy from. Alex, if I asked you pointedly, who has been the better team in the last eight quarters? Forget about the game, uh, you know, Kyrie left midway through, the net, Nets were rattled. But if I say the Bucks right now are the better team and they're favored, are you surprised at that? Or do you still think the Nets are the team to beat here? It's a good question. You know, I, I could give you a reason for, for either one. I mean, the, the home team has won every game of the series. So I, if, if people are going into tomorrow night thinking the Nets, um, are, are the, the favorite just based on that. And, and by holding home court, I don't blame you. But, you know, I, I just look at the, the net supporting cast. I mean, offensively and defensively, they really haven't gotten a lot from those guys. And, you know, the Bucks. I mean, they had 89 points combined from their three healthy stars last night. You know, Giannis, Drew Holiday, and, and Middleton, who was the, the final one was terrific. You know, the, the Nets, it seems like, are getting what they can out of their stars, but they're just not getting – that guy to fill the void that, excuse me, that Kyrie left 
So I, I feel like if you know you're going to go on star power and health, I think the Bucks have been the better team just because they've been getting the most out of out of their stars, and, and we've seen what health has done in the playoffs. I, I I think Milwaukee's been the better team, but I I, I also think that. Kevin Durant is a tough guy to bet against in Game 7. So I, I really feel like it's a toss-up, but I, I, I lean Milwaukee right now just because of the momentum. Um, did, here's, here's, there, there's two X factors that we have yet, yet to mention. Let's first start with James Harden, right? Game 5, we're like, what is he doing out there? Right, like that's that's tough to as, as immobile as sometimes he can be defensively, like it was just, it was just bad. Um, they clearly tried to pressure him and stress him last night. There were some moments where he looked a little bit more like James Harden. Is it possible, Alex, that he's improving steadily and we can see a better percentage of the real James Harden in Game 7? I, I agree with that completely. You know, in Game 5, he, he didn't have any elevation in his legs. If you saw him shooting threes, I mean, some of them were hitting off the front of the rim, but clearly he just didn't have it in his legs to get up the way he needed to to hit shots. And and he was doing that yesterday. I mean, he had, he had the 16 points. He was hitting his three, three for six from three. As you said, he looked – he didn't look like the guy that was an MVP candidate a few months ago, but he, he looks closer to, to what we've been accustomed to. So he, he made it seem like he's slowly getting better each day, and he's trending in the right direction. But is, is he going to be in the state that they need him to be for – Game seven, especially because yeah. they don't know who they can count on. Yeah, that, that's the real question. Yeah. Yeah. Plus, 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 game sevens and James Harden haven't always gone together like, uh, like hand and fist. Okay. What about Kyrie? Are we sure he's not going to play? I don't expect him to. Um, you know, you, you look at the replay of the ankle injury. I mean, it, it, it he needed a minute to get up and then it looked like the, he was like his foot was the side of his foot was flat with the floor with the way it was turned. I, I'm not expecting him to play in Game 7 tomorrow. I, uh, I think it's going to have to be uh, Harden and, Dur- and uh, Durant again. Uh, Alex, what about the Olympian, the $16 million a year man, Joe Harris? He has been an abject failure in this series. The last four games, he's shooting 25%. Um, I don't know. I, I saw him on a milk carton last night as I was uh, making a late-night bowl of cereal. Wh- where the hell is Joe Harris? It's a great question. You know, to me, you talked about X factors. To me, he is the biggest X factor. I mean, Brooklyn is thirteen and one in games when he scores twenty or more points, and that one loss is that crazy game in Washington they had in January, where, where Russell Westbrook went crazy in the final few minutes, and and they they stole that game from them. He, he, to me, he's the thermometer of uh, of the offense. When he's hitting threes, it opens up everything else for for them, and. Uh, you know, he's gotten good looks, and they just haven't gone in. I mean, some of the threes he shot have been halfway down. They've rimmed out. But uh, as you said, I mean, they need him to play well. And, and you know, I, I feel like some of the biggest momentum swings in the game last night were, you know, first half, he uh, he misses a three. They uh, This is about a minute and a half left in the first half. Um, the Nets are down five. He misses a good look from three. Chris Middleton comes down and hits a three. That went from a five-point game to an eight-point game. And then obviously they get it back to five with about eight, nine minutes left in the fourth. And Joe Harris fouls Chris Middleton on a three, and he hits all three. And, again, they had a chance to make it. Uh, they had a chance to cut it again to a one-possession game, and, and they never got closer again. So he, he's definitely been on a – had a tough series, as you said, and, and they need everything they can get out of him in game seven because he, he's the guy I thought would step up the scoring when, when Kyrie went down. That just hasn't come. Yeah, it, it 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 is it is fascinating. Um, if they lose in a game seven, what's the overall takeaway from this first season of the big three being together? I I definitely think it's disappointing as a whole because I think people forget sometimes. You know, the Nets' contention window was a little bit different than other teams because they signed Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving last season knowing that it was a bit of a wash because Kevin Durant was rehabbing the Achilles injury. And now you're in year one and you don't get past the second round. I, I think that it's, it's still impressive what they were able to do when you think about all the injuries in the big picture. I mean, they, they had nearly 40 different starting lineups in the regular season. They had nearly 30 different players suit up for them. And, and they were still able to give uh, Milwaukee a heck of a series. But when it's a championship or bust type season and, and you don't even make the conference finals, I, I think, I think you have to kind of look at it in a disappointing way. Right. 
Yeah, but I mean, but if you, if you don't have two, two of your health, three best players healthy, like what what's the reality of it is? There's just limitations to what you can what you what you can get. Like they they are built around these three players, and you have one and a half of them right now. I you know yeah. like and I, and look that that's 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 the danger of it, right? That's the danger of constructing a team that way. But this is the reality. If healthy, they're still playing. If not, they they probably go home. No, I, I agree completely. I and and as you, it's been a weird year for injuries in the NBA. Again, it's not like you know Kyrie was the most durable star in the regular season. He played more than uh, than Harden or Durant did in just terms of total games. And as you said, it, it's bad luck. Um, it, it's going to be interesting to kind of see what their offseason looks like because a lot of these guys are on one year deals. You know, the, the Jeff Green and Blake Griffin type guys. Just how they try to keep this core together around these three is going to be interesting going into next season. Alex, great stuff, man. Look forward to reading your next piece in The Athletic. Follow him on Twitter, at Alex underscore Schiffer. Alex, appreciate your time. Thanks for having me, guys. All right, the pleasure's all, all ours. Is your dad's razor older than you are? Get him something new for Father's Day. A DSC six-blade razor is perfect for an extra close, precise shave. Get one now at a store near you or as part of a gift set at dollarshaveclub.com slash Patrick. That's dollarshaveclub.com slash Patrick. Here's, here's the – and I want to get to the news of the moment in a second – with uh, Kemba Walker being traded to the Oklahoma City Thunder. If there's a trade involving draft picks and a star trying to salary dump, you can always, always guess it's the Oklahoma City Thunder right now. <laughs> but, but um, like, I, I, I do, I think it's important for people to understand that there's a construct to a team, right? So Dante DiVincenzo goes down, for example, for the Milwaukee Bucks. I, I think that threw them for a loop. Right? It, it, it hurts their ability uh, to so, some, their smaller lineup isn't nearly as strong. It's a very versatile defender, super athletic, and he had his best season as a pro this year. But the the way that team is built is put it in Giannis's hands, and then occasionally put it in Drew Holiday or, or Middleton's hands. But there's like a pecking order, and they're built around Giannis. Every team is different. Right? Whereas you look at now how the the Nets are built, they're built around having three players, and the rest are just fill in guys who used to be something and now they're just trying to find uh, a, a secondary or even tertiary role. You know, this is one of the things with, with LeBron's teams when LeBron up until this year and maybe last year, they've been built Hey, let's build a team around LeBron James. So when he's not in, obviously it's a completely different team when he's not in, they, they struggle to learn how to play without him. And then when he returns, struggle to learn how to play with him. Every team is different. And when you, when you have injuries that strike at the construct of the normal team, that's when you really fail to function long-term. And that's what's happened with the Nets. You lose two stars or you're playing with a injured James Harden without Kyrie Irving. Boy, it is, it is really hard to compete at this level. That's it, Jason. Yeah, no, I mean, I totally okay. disagree with everything, but I was just looking. Wait, how, at this. how do you disagree with it? No, no, I mean, I disagree with one thing. Okay, you bashed James Harden. You got a little dig earlier. James Harden never shows up in Game Seven. And Doug, I'm a good listener. Okay, I heard that, and I said, you know, it's weird. Kyrie's hurt. Let me go look quickly at Kyrie Irving's playoff history. Okay, are you ready for this? I mm-hmm. just dug this up. This year hurt. Last year hurt. Nets missed the playoffs. 2019, they lost to Milwaukee. 2018, he was hurt. And remember, he missed Game 7 Celtics versus the Cavs. He wasn't even on the bench for Game 7 in, in Boston. Year before that, lost to Golden State. Knee surgery. They did win. And in 2015, the first year they got LeBron back, he got hurt in Game 1 of the Finals. If memory serves, by adding it up, by elementary math, one, two, this is the third time he's been injured in the playoffs in the last seven years, and he's going to miss pivotal games at the end of a series. If we're going to ding Chris Paul, he's always hurt in the playoffs. If we're going to ding James Harden, he never shows up. When are we going to hold Kyrie Irving to the same standards? Huh? He sprained his ankle, Jason. He's hurt every year, Doug. At no, he's, what point? He, he's, he, 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 he sprained his ankle when he missed time. Like, Look, if, if you wanted to say that that some of the comments that he's made – and there have been some times in which you don't know if he loves hoop as much as his talent tells you should love hoop. Like, that'd be okay. But if you want to tell me, like, a guy is, like, okay, so when he missed game seven with the Celtics, when he missed the end of that Celtics run, it was because he his kneecap split in two when he was with the Cavs 
in game one of the NBA finals. They kept it together with wire mesh, mm-hmm. right? And and some and and drilled three screws into his knee. Okay? Then you fast forward to when he's with the Celtics and the wire mesh was bothering him. They took it out. And it was a good thing that they went in because the screws were infected. So they had to clean out the knee and they didn't know if that bone would fully heal properly. So they held him out. Like if you want to tell me that that's some sort of in any way comparison to James Harden's abject failures in big games, going back to when he's in Oklahoma city as a young player and he's awful in the finals going to Houston time and again, they not only got beat, they got beat at home yeah, but, and he doesn't show up. Okay, I love right? If you want to, if you want to compare that to a guy spraining his ankle on national TV, which we all saw it, that's just bad luck. That's just sports. Mm-hmm. Okay. But enjoy an island. I don't really I, I, understand. I don't really understand the I just, island that I, you want. I, I feel like we we bash hard and excessively. This was the number one guy in Houston, and when you fail and you're the number one guy, it all falls on your shoulders. But look around at those Houston rosters. Were they ever favored, Doug? Did they ever totally collapse when they should have won? It's not like he's choking like Doc Rivers. He's leading a team full of decent players, and they came up short against the mighty Warriors multiple times. I don't think that's the end of the world. I'm just going to ask you again, why has Kyrie three times in the last seven years ended his season with injury? Why is he always hurt? Is he fragile? Is he made of glass? I'm not bashing the guy. I like Kyrie. I what own you're a not bashing Kyrie the guy. Irving you jersey. just said is he fragile? Is he made of glass? Well, I mean, but these I'm are facts. The Doug, these are facts. Hey, no, no disrespect. No disrespect. But let me say something disrespectful. These are like, facts. What's wrong? Factual. Kyrie Irving is always hurt in the playoffs. He, Fact. He rolled his. He rolled his okay, ankle. Okay. Like He's always you hurt think in the he can control these things? That you think you control if you roll your ankle? I, I, right. I, he's always hurt in the playoffs. That is a factual statement. I mean, you could do with that what you want, but he's always hurt look, he's, when he's it matters. Had, he's had, he, look, he's had injuries going back to Duke, right? He had the big toe. That's at Duke. right. He played he's like had, seven games at he's Duke. Had, yeah. He's had an amazing litany of injuries. Yeah. And everybody, you, and everybody, you combine that with the fact that he's a little bit of a bizarre personality, little but you bit. have to accept, <laughs> you have to accept those things going in because he's a marvelous talent. And what were the, where the Nets have gotten kind of figured it out is they took the ball out of his hands and they had James Harden be the point guard and it was it was working. The problem is that he sprained his ankle. The problem is that James Harden has a bad uh, bad hamstring. Heck, the guy coming off the Achilles tendon tear has been the most durable here in the playoffs for him. Right, <laughs> that is a good point. So 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 these things do happen. All right, we'll we'll turn to football upcoming next. Um, uh, uh, an unnamed member of another front office had some not-so-nice things to say about Aaron Rodgers. Why he is absolutely right and wrong at the same time. With Jason McIntyre, I'm Doug Gottlieb. That's next on The Dan Patrick Show. Thanks for listening to The Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. Hey, this is Jason McIntyre. Join me every weekday morning on my podcast, Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre. This isn't your typical sports pod pushing the same tired narratives down your throat every day. Straight Fire gives you honest opinions on all the biggest sports headlines, accurate stats to help you win big at the sports book, and all the best guests. Do yourself a favor and listen to Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. 
You know, you get those pieces, like there was the hat, there was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the, I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship? It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachenko Machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports, like a lot. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my live sports and docs in one app, like Giannis, The Marvelous Journey, and the National Women's Soccer League, both included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report sports add-on, or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. All in one app with one password. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Jason McIntyre, I'm Doug Gottlieb. In for Dan, the Danettes. Happy Meat Friday to you. Uh, we also have continuing conference playoff games in the NBA. But just just a, a, just a little, just to whet your appetite, big big trade news in the NBA. We'll talk about it top of the hour. Kemba Walker dealt from the Celtics. What's it mean? Um, All right, Doug, quick question on that. Um, have yeah. you ever been to Siberia? Uh, I have. We got to ask Kemba Walker what it's like in OKC. Uh, wow, why do you say that? Because you don't think they're going to be good? What do you mean, do I think? Come on, they've been tanking for years, bro. So, I mean, OKC is well, like no, they were actually the pretty good. They were actually pretty good two years ago. I think they have okay. more first round picks in the next five years than they'll have wins. No, it's it's it's, it's crazy. <laughs> but this is this is all part and parcel to the biggest problem. The NBA has a major problem on their hands. They know it, and it yesterday with Zion Williams. Yeah, it's not fixable. It's not fixable. No. Okay, we'll 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 get to that top of the hour. Um, a, a, a an unnamed general manager from another club called Aaron Rodgers selfish, right? Um, what what is what is your reaction, Jason? Um, I'm not surprised. You know how many of these athletes at the top of their game are considered selfish? Kobe Bryant, Tom Brady, LeBron James, all the greats. Are Wait, Tom Brady's considered selfish? When did that happen? <laughs> Come on. They no, draft Jimmy Garoppolo. That? He's ticked off. He goes and wins the MVP and demands Garoppolo get traded. Like, yeah, that, I mean, come wait, on, these that, superstars. That, I, I, I think you're misusing selfish. Kobe Bryant was selfish because Kobe Bryant was a selfish basketball player. He just was. I mean, yeah, Tom okay. Brady did some unselfish things. I'll take less money because my uh, bikini model wife's worth half a billion dollars. That's unselfish. But as a player, a lot of these guys are selfish. They know what's best. They're the greats all time. Michael Jordan, extremely selfish. There's nothing wrong with Aaron Rodgers being selfish. Um, well, th- now, now, now that, now that portion of it, I, I do actually agree with, right? Like I, I it's like the, it, honestly, it's a, a little bit like the, uh, 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 it's a little bit like the flag controversy to be, to be totally honest. It's, Cause I don't know he, the flag controversy, you know, the, the kneeling before the flag, uh, oh, you know, oh, oh. when people say it's disrespectful, it is disrespectful. A- anyone who does it, does it to to bring attention to something right it's intentionally disrespectful and what aaron Rodgers is doing is intentionally selfish and right? he has a championship caliber team and in in order for he believes to get his point across or maybe to get traded or maybe to get out of town or maybe to get a new contract he's doing something which is inherently selfish. the question is is he a selfish guy 
365 days a year. Is he a selfish person where this is only the tip of the iceberg for all the Aaron stuff? That's different. This is from a Michael Lombardo fan cited this quoted an ex-GM, ex-NFL GM saying the guy's selfish. Teammates don't like it. Coaches don't like him. It's all about Aaron. They deal with him because he's a superstar. He helps guys make money, put food on their table for their kids, and people respect him for that, right? It's the old he's respected, but he's not really liked. Right? He's respected, but not really liked, which, which is, is, is interesting. And it's an interesting way to, to go about life. And it, it may tell us a little bit more about why green Bay has not succeeded more, right? Because, because the, the key to being a quarterback is those guys have to want to kill for you, right? They, they just do. They, they want to. And, and I don't know if that's the, it's always been the case in green Bay. I think they like him. Um, I, I mean, I don't, do I think they love him? I, I don't know. Okay, quick, but I do think what he's doing is intentionally selfish. Uh, I just don't know what, what positive outcome he thinks is going to happen. Real quick story. A guy was drafted a tight end to the Packers. He starts showing up, you know, for practice and minicamp and all that stuff. Aaron Rodgers does not acknowledge him in the hallway. They walk past each other. Not even a head nod, nothing. Okay? That's just Aaron Rodgers. He's a different dude. This tight end realized, oh, man, he doesn't like me. But that wasn't it. Aaron Rodgers is just a different guy, kind of guy. His personality's prickly. It doesn't appeal to everyone. I don't think it's the end of the world. He's still a top five quarterback on the planet. All right. Uh, Jason's going to get into Doc Rivers. I'm going to talk about Kemba Walker. We'll get you ready for more hoop tonight. That's I'm coming next with Jason McIntyre. I'm Doug Gottlieb. This is the Dan Patrick Show. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Spentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From the versatile EQB to the sublime EQS sedan, Mercedes-Benz makes electric extraordinary. The vehicles, all electric. The feeling is all Mercedes. The choice is yours. Learn more. MBUSA.com slash EQ. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card... Right this way. It's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.